0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the King Kong Minute Podcast, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the 2005 film, King Kong, one minute at a time. My name is Steven. And I'm Terry. And today, we will be discussing Minute 4. Minute 4, the fourth minute of the King Kong Minute Podcast, of this very, very, very long movie. Um, It starts with, we have uh, some audience members half-heartedly applauding at the vaudeville show that they just saw, and it ends with... uh, Anne and Manny talking, possibly about to head out to dinner at the soup kitchen. So mm-hmm. yeah. Some good stuff. Some more nineteen thirty-three theater backstage. Stuff I have personal experience with. Yes. Oh
1: theater energy.
0: <laughs> if it ain't three o'clock at a three o'clock in the morning at a Denny's, I don't
1: want it. <laughs> Life is a high school on first night of its theater show,
0: and I am an understaffed Denny's. <laughs> Ooh. i relate to that so hard right oh denny's so uh if you haven't picked up everyone yeah i was a theater nerd for a couple years It was only a few i definitely uh came out of it but i was i was a theater nerd and it was after high school i wasn't even in high school i was uh this is 2016 17 and 18 so i didn't i had the
1: potential to be a theater nerd but i never had the opportunity until college yeah
0: so it was good stuff so that's why when I see this stuff on this theater, it actually reminds me of the Maryland theater, which mm. I uh, once performed on stage. So that was fun. Nice. You saw me in that one, right? Yeah. No, okay. Okay, I rem, okay, I, knew, I remembered your mom did because she sneaked a recording of me, uh-huh. <laughs> of me singing uh Tin Man solo. Yeah, that's so, right. Oh yeah, I was Tin Man and Wizard of Oz. So yeah, I had a video of that, even though we weren't supposed to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember she saw it. Couldn't remember you saw it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So let's you know talk about King Kong. The how reason about, you're here. How about that. <laughs> how about that uh you know wizard of oz also took place in the 30s so you could you could draw a a connection there a segue yes and the behind the scenes of that was also a horror show yes it was again i do apologize if you can hear my dog he's he's just in his kennel right now he'll be okay all right promise we're not abusing him he's Mm -hmm. just sad so there is a fair amount to pick
1: apart here um we've arrived on the first episode in the first minute of the movie that actually has dialogue. Yay. And, Dialogue. And again, we're seeing more of Anne's character being fleshed out. Um, you know, in connection to something that Manny will say to her in a later minute, um, despite everything she's been through in her life, she does seem perpetually optimistic, maybe by mm-hmm. necessity. Like she, it seems she has no choice but to
0: be optimistic if she's gotten this far, or if she's survived mm-hmm. this long. Yeah. Yep, I love her character in this so much. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's is—it's not that it's not the 33 film Anne. It's a expounded upon 33 film Anne. She's got very similar characteristics. It's not a different character. And I think that's what I love about it is Naomi Watts really brings um, more to the exact same character and does it her own way. Mm-hmm. But you still feel like it's Anne Darrow from the 33 film. You mm-hmm. still get that Faye Ray vibe from her. Oh, yeah. So, I respect her talent extremely in uh-huh. this film. Again, I mentioned theater
1: energy, but just in all the dialogue, you know, you've got Manny, it's like practicing his sneezes. And it's like, <laughs> oh, like wasn't that one funnier? Hilarious. As long as we're laughing, we'll be crying over
0: the box office. <laughs> it's hysterical, Manny. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Was that British? Yeah. I don't even know. I have, I uh, it was passable. It was
1: passable. Again, even when we just look at the host of people in mm-hmm. this dressing room. Um, you know, we've got young and old, we've got a British man in drag, and we've got just a younger African-American guy in here. Um, mm-hmm. What I mentioned in a previous episode about New York always being just a constant microcosm of the world at large and with mm-hmm. infinitely more diversity and range um, than any other area. I think theater in New York is just an intensification of that. Um, oh, yeah. You have even more diverse numbers of people uh, and types of people from all walks of life, all uh, backgrounds and all identifications. Um, and, you know, it's just a great little slice of what made New York so
0: vibrant and so unique. hmm. For sure. And I mean, theaters like that anywhere you go, you're going to find the, uh, the the I don't know what it is. There's something about theater that draws the outcasts. Mm hmm. Um, it draws, uh, anyone, anyone with that kind of energy where they want to, um, express themselves, be someone either, either be amplify who they are mm-hmm. be more of who they are or get to be someone they're not for a little bit. Cause they don't want to be who well, they are.
1: For I, I think that's exactly it. And it's that freedom to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's, that's why I really enjoyed it. it was, it was more for me. It was just like. A lot of the roles that I played were just a little bit more of myself, maybe with a French accent or something. <laughs> but it was just kind of me. And that's what I enjoyed about it. It's like I got to be myself in an expressive way mm-hmm. and uh, tell a story. And ultimately telling stories is where I really loved it. And that's what I like about oh, theater. Yeah. So I, I, I love this behind the scenes actor stuff. Cause I'm like, I relate, I feel this. I've mm-hmm. been there. You develop family bonds and you can tell these people care about each other, like family, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially you get to see the bond with Manny and, and later, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I really feel it here. I think it's a very good group here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, And again, backtracking a little bit, like it's not just Anne's optimism that you see here. It's not just the rapport um with the other actors. It's, uh, just her obvious her opinions on theater too. Like she's in vaudeville because she's got talent for it, but she's got higher aspirations. Um, she clearly has mm-hmm. disdain for like a chorus line. Um, yeah, as just I a love source of chorus. Line. I know it's just a source <laughs> of entertainment. Um, and then further isolated. Um, sorry. Further emphasized when she's reading um, Driscoll's work, isolation here, which is obviously clearly like a mm-hmm. black box. Uh, type of dramatic play, like a very different type of theater
0: than a chorus line or vaudeville. So you brought up uh, Cinema Sins earlier. You mm-hmm. were talking about, um, I don't remember which, what exactly you brought it up, but um, oh, the I hat was, trick, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah, the hat trick. So uh, I want to bring up Cinema Sins here, where uh, the young guy, I don't, I don't know his name, mm-hmm. um, the one who picks up the play, he says, "What's this?" She says, "A play." Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to give Cinema Sins credit for this one because <laughs> either she, either he doesn't know what a play is. And she, or she thinks he doesn't know what a play is. And both of those are problems here. Yeah. Either way, there... you guys are both vaudeville actors. I, somebody's not giving the other person enough credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, you got to have that. It's it's a little forced. I'm going to give this dialogue a, a George Lucas rating here. Mm. But, you know, dry skull. Like, no what? If you see the way that is spelled, you're not pronouncing that Y like that. You can mm-hmm. phonetically figure out this Driscoll. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: Okay. But to be fair, a lot of times, especially with English, um a flat vowel will be followed by two consonants. I did and fr- Driscoll I forgot is only that you were in English. Uh, English one? Major. Yeah. Don't at me when it comes to language, buddy. <laughs> um this sort of short vowel um will often be followed by two consonants. Um whereas oftentimes long vowels will be followed only by one. And so there is only one S following the I in Driscoll. So I mean, yeah, I guess you could try to assume that like a general familiarity with how names like that would sound or the way the name Driscoll would sound. But the thing is, English is so inconsistent.
0: I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on this one. Yeah, you will. I got the degree in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um. So my next question for you, do you know what the Federal Theater is? Because um, Anne says... Um, Jack Driscoll and whatever they said. He's from the Federal Theater. So the name rings a bell, but I don't have any factoids right off the top of my head. Okay, so I, I looked it up because I was curious what's Federal Theater, what does it mean? So it was a uh, government-sponsored thing. It was only for a short period of time. Um, but here's the problem. The Federal Theater was founded in 1935. Whoops. Whoops again. You know, Titanic had a lot of this problems. Mm-hmm. these problems, too. Which I find funny because I guess Kate Winslet was supposed to be the uh of the 90s version that Peter Jackson was putting together.
1: Oh, that's too funny.
0: But uh, so when you're talking about movies that have issues with uh, period pieces that don't realize their mistakes, I, f- I find those the funniest. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, um, but th- this movie 33, 35 is two years later, so there's mm-hmm. no federal theater. <laughs> with that in mind, again, this could kind of call into
1: question the whole snaf- the, uh, anachronistic snafu of... Seeing the Empire State Building being constructed when that was completed in '31, this is supposed to be '33, but I think mm-hmm. we came up with a pretty good explanation of that previously. Um, but that, all that being said, this isn't the worst. Like, it's a few years off. There are, um, it's, and you know, unless you're like us and would have followed up on it, then um, pretty sure for the vast majority of people, this would have just sailed right by.
0: Yeah. It's not like the truck driving in the background of Lord of the Rings. Oof.
1: <laughs> or the bus in Ben-Hur. Or the bus in Ben-Hur. Or the Starbucks in yeah. Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, I forgot about that because I didn't actually watch that season. Mm-hmm. So there's that. No, that's fair. Um,
1: you, spared, you spared yourself.
0: That is what I've heard. That is what I've heard. Um. All right. So then uh, the line, it always picks up. Mm-hmm. does it does it though? does it, it, really? does it? <laughs> sorry i feel i feel kind of bad but they're fictional characters so i don't feel too bad mm-hmm. <laughs> but like uh it doesn't pick yeah. up always yeah. sorry your optimism is wrong here
1: mm-hmm. but it's ann's enduring optimism it's a characteristic yeah. of her
0: it's charming um and then manny of course continuing to sneeze and try and produce mm-hmm. a, a better quality funnier sneeze i find it funny that he, he that's his um I don't know his hook. The thing uh-huh. he's just stuck on, like this, is I I want to perfect this. Uh-huh. I wonder how many people are like paying attention to the sneeze. But mm-hmm. well, you know, he's it, trying his best.
1: It's like I said, you know, a vaudeville act would often have a really central hook point or a very odd kind of theming. And given the ones I mentioned previously, much to your chagrin, I think sneezing <laughs> is far more innocent.
0: All right, um, and then the minute ends with Anne mm-hmm. basically asking Manny if he's eaten today. Uh, and mm-hmm. he says oh and then the minute ends
1: mm-hmm. and we see her donning her rather iconic hat and coat this is oh, yeah. now the look that really links her to the original look of the character with Fay ray
0: yep yep very 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 similar if not identical mm-hmm. Outfit. Mm-hmm. um yeah so we'll never find out uh at least until tomorrow if Manny has eaten today oh it's a mystery it's a mystery probably he's gonna starve
1: so.
0: <laughs> all right well anyway um is that's all i have for this minute i don't know about you that's a wrap all right so that is all we have for a minute number uh oh my gosh are we on minute four we are we are Holy man God. it is flying We're by plowing right through almost through one week of 40 <laughs> um well anyway let's not say it like that <laughs> uh yeah thanks for listening and i guess anything to plug i can't think of anything to plug I'm not important enough yet <laughs> <laughs> yet, he says. All right, uh, well, that's all we have for this minute, and that we hope you will stay tuned and hear us for another episode of the King, King Kong, Kong minute. minutes. You'll bye, hear everybody. us when you hear us. bye.